Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The Saturday night get-together here on CBS Sports Radio. Jody Mack live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you want to buy a home or refinance your current home, Rocket can. All right. uh, A lot of the stuff we talked about today is off-the-field stuff. Combine stuff, uh, golf stuff, and baseball as well. Will we get a baseball season in? At least they're working toward it. Don't know if they've made up enough distance. A guy who would know because he's down there in Florida where the negotiations are ongoing is our buddy, Mr. Bob Nightingale, lead columnist for USA Today on Major League Baseball and MLB Insider for us here at Odyssey. Bob Nightingale, how the heck are you? Yeah, doing great. Thanks, Jody. We appreciate your uh, giving us a couple of minutes here tonight. All right, at least one of your colleagues described at least one point of today's negotiations as hostile. Expound or explain if you can. Well, Major League uh, Baseball Union made a uh, comprehensive proposal. It thought was fair. Uh, MLB thought the thing was a joke, and it became hostile. So players got upset, like, you don't like our offer. We put a lot of thought into this thing. We think it's fair. Uh, Major League Baseball said no. We didn't think it's fair at all. We didn't think you made much movement. And uh, it was so ugly at the end. You know, the union had said, we're not sure if you even want to negotiate tomorrow. They are, but the, but they the, they left that, you know, hanging out there for a couple hours. Yeah, and uh, it has now been officially uh, reported that they will talk tomorrow starting at noon, despite the hostile ending to today's meeting. I'd give me the Bob Nightingale opinion. Was the players' comprehensive proposal today a step in the right direction, something the owners could have at least played off or acknowledged rather than turned their nose up at? Uh, why do you think it got to? Was it, was it rightfully called hostile today? Well, they, they did move, and they probably moved more than, you know, they did make some concessions, dropped their, uh, said, okay, instead of a Super Duke class, a 22%. Uh, you know, which is now they had asked for 75%. Now they said, okay, how about we'll drop it to 33%. It was a non-starter, but just everything the union had proposed, 
you know, like uh, incremental moves, but not what MLB want to hear. So they're responding in kind with some offers that the union didn't like at all. So it got a little, it got ugly. I'll give you one that, that was being reported that I can absolutely see the union getting put off by, uh, that the owners wanted to tie a minimal topic to extended playoffs, adding more teams to the playoffs. That seems to me like the golden goose because that is a major ge- uh, revenue generator. And the players know it, and they're holding the line right now. I think they've said they'd go to 12. It's at 10 right now. The owners want 14. And the players know how important that is. They're not going to give that away just to move up uh, an, a couple extra teams in a draft lottery, are they? I wouldn't think so. I mean, say. a... Uh... You know, they, they agreed on six, uh, six team lottery. So MLB moved up from there. It was a, uh, it was, uh, four teams or it proposed. So they did move up there on that one. And, uh, so they thought they had a deal. They thought they had a deal until, uh, they, baseball said, Hey, we want 14 teams and not 12. And then they said no deal. <laughs> yeah, I, I can see why. I would certainly understand the players' stance on that one. They know how much a moneymaker that is for the uh, for the uh, teams if they can expand the playoffs with the television contracts they have. I, yeah, uh, about $100 take, million. Dollars, yeah. uh, just a general overall question. How long a deal are they talking? Is it uh, a, a locked yeah, in at five, five or is there flexibility in that? Yeah, no flexibility. I think about every CBA has always been five. And, yeah, you would think, you know, why not change it up to a four or, you know, opt out or something like that. But, no, it's remaining at five. Okay, fair enough. Um, minimum salaries. The players are looking to make a pretty good jump. The owners are offering a slight movement up from where it's at right now. I'll give the union credit here. They're taking care of their young players. They believe the free agents, the superstar players are going to get paid the way they're going to get paid. So they're doing a good thing by uh, taking care of their players as they get into the league. How big a sticking point is that? I don't think it's a huge one. I really don't. Uh, you know, right now, the, you know, it was five hundred seventy thousand five hundred. Uh, MLB has said we'll go up to six hundred forty thousand. You know, union wants seven hundred seventy-five thousand. Uh, you know, there's no reason they can't compromise around seven hundred thousand. So it's a big difference, but but certainly I think they can reach a compromise on that one without too much problem at all. Bob, I know that they're trying to settle a lot of different uh, areas. The pre-arbitration pool, I heard that earlier this week, that uh, owners were willing to contribute to a fund to let players who are pre-arbitration, who have good seasons, get money. The NFL has the same thing. Number of snaps played, young players on their first contract can get bonus money, and I think that's a good thing. But there was a massive amount of difference between the player's first ask and the owner's first offer. Have they compromised at all on that? Not really, Jody. I mean, just a tiny bit, but they're still uh, they're ninety-five million dollars apart. I and mean, the owners Jeez. have said we'll put twenty million dollars in that pool. Uh, players have said, "How about one hundred fifteen million? So, you know, way off on that one. 
Yeah, that that seems like something that needs to get worked on immediately. All right, the biggest thing is going to be the CBT, and it seems like they've kind of put that off to the side to try and rectify some other issues and then come back to that. And that seems to be, at least for me, from the outside looking in, uh, something that uh, the two sides are looking at completely differently. And for those who don't know, the CBT is basically the luxury tax and the salary cap and the penalties attached to it when you go over uh, do you agree that that might be the biggest issue right now still between the players and the uh, owners? Yeah, it will be. A, uh, yeah, they finally addressed that today, but not much movement itself. Yeah, it's almost like the owners thought the uh, union's uh, proposal was a joke. So they said, okay, we'll give you a similar uh, bad offer. That's not good. When we are down to just three days, and uh, you can even say two if you don't want to count uh, Monday as a day, I'm sure it'll still be a negotiation day if they don't get something done tomorrow. So we're down to Sunday and uh, possibly Monday. It's going to be difficult to get this done. It is uh, moved along incrementally to think they're going to make giant leaps. Is Major League Baseball going to stick to its edict of if this thing isn't done by Monday, we're going to have to start uh, lopping games off the regular season schedule? I think they will, Joe. The only thing that would change that is if they're close to an agreement, they may say, okay, let's keep moving here. We can get it done, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. But right now they're not close at all. So I really wonder, you know, uh, is, you know I, think I think they may right now have to miss a week's week worth of games. We'll see. All right. Uh, this is the most fun question I'll ask you and probably the most unfair question because you, like all your other brethren, are outside where they are negotiating. You're not allowed in the room. You've all got your inside sources and the people you like are going to give you a little piece of information, but you surely aren't going to be able to see the entire thing. And the question I'm asking would be answerable if you were sitting in the room. Uh, but off what you've heard, the info that you've gotten, Who's making this negotiating deal? Is it Tony Clark and Rob Manfred? I know he's turned it over to a couple of his underlings to do negotiating and the like. Who are the guys who are actually helping make progress? And is there a deterrent involved on either side? A guy who doesn't look like he wants to move and is willing to push this past the limit and the deadline of Monday. Well, the two guys negotiating here is Dan Hillam, who's a deputy commissioner, and Bruce Meyer, who's the lead negotiator. Uh, those are two in the room, you know, that are in charge and talking. You know, Rob Manford's not in that room. Tony Clark came in this week, but he's been uh, pretty quiet. Uh, Max Scherz has probably been more vocal not going than anybody. So, you know, I mean, kudos to uh, Scherzer. He's got his money. He's got $43 million a year coming from the Mets. Uh, you know, he doesn't have anything to gain from this, but he's trying to help out the young players. And MLB says, we understand. We're trying to help the young players here also. And we have $250 million coming to young players. So, uh, but yeah, both sides are very visibly frustrated. All right. Is it a, just a couple little side issues. Is it a foregone conclusion that the universal DH will be in play whenever the 2022 season starts? It is. Unless, you know, unless someone goes crazy and said, okay, uh, forget that. But yeah, both sides want it. So. Yeah, count on that. We're going to see Universal DH. Yeah, I, I thought that was funny that the players thought that taking the DH off the table would actually move the owners. The owners knew the players wanted it as much as they did. Uh, and the other uh, kind of smaller issue, and it comes in under a bigger blanket of uh, being able to change the rules of the game as you go, 
is the pitch clock. I know Rob Manfred has always been a stickler about pace of the game, the way the game is being played these days with as much pitching changes as there are. The game is just naturally slowing down, so they're trying to find more ways to pick up the pace. A pitch clock has been suggested and tested in the minor leagues and talked about, and it has never gotten to the major league level. Is that something that we could see at the start of this season? No, no, we won't see it at the start of this season. MLB is trying to do a thing where they can implement something with a 45-day notice. Uh, the union says, no, back to a year notice. So it certainly won't be this year. And if this uh, thing gets delayed too much longer, it may not be until you know year 2024. Uh, pitch clock is coming. Uh, MLB wants it, and they want to, you know, they can unilaterally do it, but they got to give a full year notice. So if spring training starts, you know, real late here, it's going to be tough to give it notice. I guess players won't be able to, you know, work on the pitch clock or practice with it uh, until almost the regular season starts. So, you know, we may be looking for 2024. All right. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, I think that one of the biggest issues is the amount of teams in the playoffs because we know that they've done it before. They had a 14-team playoff two years ago during the COVID season. The owners know what their negotiating position is with their broadcast outlets. They know how much money is involved there. The players know it too, and that's why they're holding tight to not increasing the number of playoffs. I need a Bob Nightingale prediction. When this deal gets done, 10 postseason teams, 12 postseason teams, or 14 postseason teams? I think we'll see 14. Uh, that's where the money is. It's extra $100 million to the teams. Uh, you know, more money to the players, too. Not $100 million, but more players. Uh, you know, the players like it, too, because they have a better chance of making the playoffs. So I think we'll see 14 teams. We really do. There was 16 a couple of years ago with COVID. That was, that was too much. Uh, I think it ends up at 14. I'm not sure 12 does a trick for baseball. I don't think it provides, you know, that kind of money. Yeah, I think 14 is the number that everybody's going to want to get to. Bob, great stuff. Uh, I know you had a busy day. Thanks for carving out a couple minutes for us. Get ready to sit around and uh, play your sources tomorrow when they don't get a deal again tomorrow and you're up against D-Day on Monday. Thanks much for hopping on tonight. All right, my pleasure. Take care, Jody. Bob Nightingale from USA Today and an Odyssey MLB insider for us here on CBS Sports Radio. All right, Jody Mack coming back. Uh, baseball's in the mix, football's in the mix, basketball, a little golf we did earlier. Yeah, I'll talk about it all. I'll do it with you. 855-212-4227. Get on with Jody Mack here on CBS Sports Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law.